this guy is crazy. He's 71 and he's pumping movies out like this. Prolific. Not just his his performance, but his work rate and ethic must be through the roof to be doing five movies a year. It's insane. That's right. And he, maybe he, I think he produced this film. So he's not only just doing the acting side of things. He must be doing things in the background as well, which is, you know, he's he's not retiring. He's not easing into retirement, this guy. (laughs) Definitely not. He's definitely, he's... He's got a production house, I think. Um, yeah. There's small things, like, I didn't even notice it, but um, when I was going through his IMDb, he was a voiceover in Janna Ganamana. What? So, yep. Yep. That is amazing. He's, he's just, he's so, I think the word you use prolific is exactly right, man. Um, yeah. I it's mean, pretty I kind incredible. Of- I wonder if his career has had ebbs and flows or whether it's just been yeah. like an unbreakable trajectory. Is he just, is he moving into another golden era for him? Um, and this is yeah. like the third or fourth of his golden era. Cause I don't know how long he's been acting, but it must be oh. for a very long time. Right. Yes. I imagine he's been around <laughs> since the eighties, but, or maybe even sooner, but at least the eighties. Oh. But I, I wonder like, is this another like second, third, fourth win yeah. for him? Or has he just been doing hit after hit since there, since he started like it? would love to know definitely yeah i'd love to know the progression of sort of seeing sort of you know if this if this is this his best period because yeah i mean the reins as he's going at is completely insane like he's not doing anything he's not just like typecasting or doing similar roles no he's doing every single movie of his is completely different like so very different carryover you know no but you're absolutely absolutely right man and when you think about people his age as actors and i think of like his hollywood comparators right like who's like maybe Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, they're basically at a point in their career where they're pretty comfortable, right? And they're playing versions of themselves, right? That is Al Pacino playing John something, or that is Robert De Niro playing this other character. But Mamuthi is like completely invested and you only see the character he's playing. You don't think it's Mamuthi. He's still churning out creative roles. Yeah, it's inspiring to see, man. Not resting on his laurels. Really is. And um what makes it even more incredible is he's a leading man in all these movies, right? Yeah. Like you mentioned like Good point. Good Niro, point. you mentioned um Al Pacino. A lot of older actors, like at this yeah. stage, they're normally the side character characters, right? Yeah, not, that's right. Not, that's like, right. The star of the film, they're not required to do as much as what Mamutu is doing throughout these movies. Like and again, the amount of hours he's putting into these movies, just acting wise, because these movies are so long. Yeah, yeah. It just makes it even more incredible. He's acting at seventy one for a longer period of time than anybody in Hollywood's doing. He is incredible. I'm so blown away every time I see him at this point. <laughs> it's yeah. just yeah, it's Man, from a guy who I basically didn't know six or seven months ago to now, <laughs> I feel like he's quickly climbing the ranks of maybe the greatest one of the greatest actors of our generation, yeah. man. Like I when yeah. I think of great actors, now he's in the conversation. Yes, uh, because of and what we've seen four films of his or something yep. like three or four like that's that's he that's leaves a strong impression, man. Greatest actors, honestly, man. I don't know. You can make a very good argument for that. I, I don't know how you would even um, argue against it because what's what is what what has he accomplished? He's yeah, just, that's right. From what we have seen, the very limited range that we have seen of yep. his, he's shown us that he can be an action star. He can be a gangster boss. He can be this. Everyday man. Character, yes. everyday man. Yes. Yes, exactly right. Um, the range is incredible. The and it, it, Each role, he's absolutely knocked out the park. It's just... And you're right, he's not playing himself. He's always playing no. somebody different, right? That's we saw right, that, yes. We saw that in this again. We saw that in Rorschach, how he's a maniac. We saw in um, yes. 
Bishimala said, yeah, he's a right. mob boss. And yeah, that's right. We'll move on he, to Segway. He, he is playing, he is a character, yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. And his performance in this one, man, this is, I don't know what you think about this one, man, but this is to me like almost next level. It's very nuanced. It um, really is. It really yeah. is, man. Um, like, wh- where do you start with this performance? I mean, firstly, you start with the fact that he played two different characters in this film, right? Yeah. Like, he play- he has uh, the James character and then he has Sundaram character. And he seamlessly transitions between them the first time, right? Like, yes. he just gets out of the bus, walks in, and he's completely a new man. It's not like something happened to create that. He just yeah. seamlessly transitions into this role almost as if he's been that person for all yeah. of his life, right? It is so beautifully done. Um, the fact that he can play this everyday guy, right? Like it just, as you were saying, in Beach from Parvam, he plays this kind of mob boss in um, what Rorschach, he's this anti-hero seeking yeah. vengeance. Here, he just kind of like starts off the movie as a grouchy old man, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, doesn't really, not really having fun, but at the same time, he's one of the boys because he's like having a chat with them while yes. they're under a tree, having a uh, respite on their journey back from Kerala to, back from Tamil Nadu to Kerala, and he's having a laugh with them. Um, but then he's complaining about the Tamil food that he's eating. <laughs> and he's, he's just like a very ordinary person, someone who yeah. I would expect to be an ordinary 71-year-old person from Kerala, I guess. Uh-huh. And then he transitions into this other person, this full-blown Tamilian speaking Tamil as yeah, well. Like, I, And look, I don't even know if that's a common thing because they're neighbouring states, obviously. Do people in Kerala just speak Tamil and vice versa? Mm. Is, that, is that a common skill set or is he just a prolific actor who has, you know, is mastered yes. that for this role, like, again, but seamlessly steps into this role of a Tamilian rural person ingrained in this small community and just does it so effortlessly, man. Like I'm, there are, it is just a seamless performance and there's not a moment that I saw Mamuti in this, he was James and Sundaram for me. Yes. Yeah, man. It's, um, yeah, the language question is interesting. I want to talk about that point a little later, but it is impressive that, yeah, he can sort of uh, transition like yes. he did in this movie. And some of the scenes in this, like, so powerful, and they're so powerful, honestly, almost just on the back of him. Yes. Like, it's almost, it took, some of the scenes took my breath away. Like, there were scenes, like, I think when he's, um, one that really captured my, my, um, when I was watching this movie, uh, was basically that time when, um, he was being confronted by everybody and he just yes. lays down on the ground. Yes. You know? He's like, like, this is my land. This, this is where yes. I belong. And it's so impactful. So powerful. Oh man. It's just, I don't know how you're not moved. But something and the that. remarkable thing is you've been with that Sundaram character for like 15 minutes yeah. and you still Correct. are entirely bought yeah. into that. You're like, okay, he is 100% Sundaram yeah. and this yeah. is his life that he's living. Yeah, man. It's, um, yeah, his performance in this has some really, really strong moments. Uh, the other one that really got me was the, um, I think maybe the climax scene when yes. he sort of really breaks down and you yes. realize what he's gone through. Yes. And my God, that scene. Th- that, Oof. that, last half an hour and that scene in particular is just a masterclass in acting for me man like the way the world is slowly crumbling around this character of Sundaram right the people don't recognize him and he realizes people aren't talking to him as they usually would the people aren't buying his milk as they usually would he goes by he drives past the temple and he's like this temple wasn't here yesterday because in his mind 
the two years that this Sundarum character has been missing never happened. And he doesn't recognize this country anymore, this land anymore. And his barber has passed away. And you see his yeah. world just slowly crumbling. And then he goes back to his house, the Sundarum, and he starts eating and he starts crying. And he's like, oh. why isn't my daughter here? It like breaks your heart, man. The yeah. suffering that he's feeling at that point, like you feel it. I felt such sadness for him. Yeah, and man. at that moment, I was like, I'm okay if he remains a Sundaram. Don't worry about James. Yeah. Even though he's got a wife and child waiting for him, <laughs> I'm like, the sadness of that scene was so well portrayed and felt so real. I'm like, no, this guy believes he's Sundaram. Let him live his life with yeah. his family, his mom and dad and his daughter and wife. Like that's how powerful it was for me. His ability to evoke empathy and pity just done so flawlessly, man. That that scene took my breath away. No, that was really, really powerful. And the way you put it was, yeah, exactly how I felt as well. It yeah. was, I mean, a lot of credit has to go to just this writing and sort of the buildup of sort of making you empathize brilliant throughout the whole movie. But yes. in that moment when you're there, like, you know, you've got to remember he's not a character. He's an actor performing this. <laughs> yes, that's right. At times you just forget that. You're like, wait, this is so real and so raw. It, yes. Did he actually go through this? Like... <laughs> It feels real. It felt so real and so well done. Um, and what other point, like, unlike his other roles that he's done, and even like most roles, you're playing somewhat of a character, you know, like you're in Rorschach, he's almost like a character actor. Like he's, you know, he's yes. going through some crazy thing. Um, yes. In Bishop Paravam, he's a gangster, you know, like he's, he can, you know. Crime play, boss, like, yeah. He can, yeah, play that up. But in this, he's just a regular, normal, you know. That's it. Day-to-day. That's it. Man, and to make some a character like that so powerful, he's not yes, he's not a cop, he's not a superhero, he's not no, that's right, he's nobody. not doing anything remarkable, he's just yeah. living his ordinary life, yeah. and yet to leave such an impact in such a short amount of time, and that is why I some of my favorite parts of those this film not as impactful as the scene we were just talking about, like when he's ta- under the tree talking to his friends and they're all having a laugh, he just feels like an ordinary man. Yeah. When he's Sundaram and he's getting coffee and telling people this random story about bartering for goods or whatever, he just feels like an ordinary person that yeah. could very well live in a rural village in Tamil Nadu. And I've never been to a rural village in Tamil Nadu, but you know, I can feel like this is a, a real person. It just, yeah. he, he must be as an actor, a man who's very empathetic and very observant about the world because yeah. he can just go all extremes, like as a violent anti-hero to just mm-hmm. an ordinary man going about his day-to-day life, yeah. as he is in parts of this film. Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, we'll probably transition a little bit to sort of this movie's look and visual feel, yeah. um, which was amazing. But just in relation to that, like he is very much part of that. Like when you sort of mentioned that, you know, he the, the parts early on when they're sort of making the pilgrimage and he's having yes. camel food. He yes. honestly feels like a like uncle I would have known like, growing <laughs> up on these trips, just complaining yeah, about yeah. everything. <laughs> That's hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, very much. And even with the scenes with the um, <laughs> when he's with the when he's with the boys, uh, you know, yeah, having yeah, the yeah. drinks and stuff. That's Classic. it. Just it it, it felt well. real. And yeah, he just seamlessly blends into that and almost yes. carries it. That's know? right. Yeah. Walking is like yeah, this character is really really authentic and real. And yeah, you know, I'm not. Obviously, I've not grown up in India, but I've done many trips yes. growing up, um, lived in there for a bit as well. And yeah, that side of things definitely felt real. Like, you know, going to the bus stops, having to see the driver getting yes. angry that, you know, um, he paid for his own fish and all that stuff. Um, 
<laughs> it all feels like the concerns of an ordinary person go just yeah. trying to live their life. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, but getting on to that, obviously, you know, this movie looks completely Gorgeous. different. And yep. we've got to give a lot of credit to the director here. Lilo, was it? Lilo hosts Pilisiri. I don't think it's Jose. I think they, then I think it's, it's not Jose. Jose is Spanish, but um, yep. I think it's a Portuguese. So, Lijo hosts Pilisiri. I apologize if I've mispronounced that name, but um, I did try my best there. <laughs> but yeah, look, he's pretty, pretty um, renowned act, uh, director. I'm not really too, too sure about, know much more about him. Mm. But if this is any indication, he obviously has a very good idea as to how to shoot a movie in a very unique way yes. and create a environment and atmosphere. Yes. That's really different. But um, what were your first impressions, man? Just on how this movie looked and everything. Oh, man, I think first and foremost, this was a gorgeous film to look at. Like, it, it, there are parts of this that I felt almost felt like a dream. Just like the the colors that were coming on screen, it almost <laughs> felt like a little bit hypnotic to me. Just the the beauty yep. of the scenes that were playing constantly and the colors, the brightness and the vividness of it. It felt a little bit dreamlike to me, and that's just such a incredible thing to portray in a film that is kind of about dreams and kind of uh, sleep and all of those kind of things. I think the cinematic style or the the technique that most was evident to me was framing throughout yes, this film. Yes. Um, this is a film that is has been meticulously planned. Every shot feels meticulously planned and achieves a certain purpose and has been intended to convey a certain feeling and full props to the director and the cinematographer for pulling this off. But the way that people are arranged in every scene, the way that structures are arranged in every scene, I can't help but think that there must have been a reason why those decisions were made. There's a great deal of thought that's been got, given to this film. And I almost feel like you could analyse this film in like a film studies course because it yes. just feels so perfectly executed in so many ways. There are a couple of like framing sequences that really stick out in my mind. You touched on that first one on one earlier this is where the villagers and the people on the bus first confront james slash sundaram and try to understand what is going on with him and he lies yeah. on the ground and says this is my land oh, boy. but if you see the um way that that's set up it's he sits in the middle of the frame with his father and they're both leaning on the pillars of the house on one corner of the screen there's all of the villagers kind of framed within two houses and on the other side of the screen there's uh all of the people on the bus with him and they're framed on the other side of the screen. Yeah. And you just see a full panoramic view of that. And they're kind of perfectly segregated with Mamuti in the middle, leaning against kind of this wooden structure. Just gorgeously done, man. There's another scene where the wife of James and their child is looking out a window. And then Sundaram's wife and her child is looking out of a window. And they're <laughs> both in screen because they're both living in nearby houses or in nearby house uh, rooms. And it's just so flawlessly done, man. You can't just, you can do nothing but appreciate the beauty of it and smile a little bit because it's just so gorgeously delivered. And, you know, there are just constant framing sequences throughout the film. You know, when they're going down narrow walkways and he's driving his bike down yep. small alleyways or vast fields, it, it just shows the landscape in both its smallness and vastness so well, oh. man. Th this is, in many ways, a masterclass in filmmaking as well. No, it, it is. It's a masterclass in filmmaking for many, many ways. Um, yes. I think it's fantastic. I'm exactly, I'm on the same board. I'm the same page as you. 
Uh, yeah, the framing was definitely one that stuck out. Also, the stillness. Like, it's very yes. exaggerated, right? Like, there's an yes. extra, not one or two seconds, there's actually like 10 or 20 seconds they're spent. Um, yes. On each Lingering on scene. something. In fact, yeah. you know, I, I did something before a little bit. I was actually watching this movie a little bit just to recap um, yes. what sort of happened. I was watching it on 1.5 speed. Interesting. Okay. It still, it still felt solid. It still felt <laughs> like it's, it felt like this was so intentionally. Um, drawn out. Yes. That, you know, this really, and what that all did, man, was like, it feels like, like, we touched on sort of the authenticity about this a little bit before, but this is one of the most, like, authentic, real, intimate movies that I can remember for a long time. And that's because of that. Like, you know, yes. he, he frames, he puts a camera basically in a position where you would be a member of the world or in the crowd. Like, you're just looking. Yes. Um, there's yes. Like a few scenes when, like, I think the, kind of comedic when he first takes a bike and he's just going off <laughs> and he's like chasing on, yeah. him and they're yeah, running yeah, yeah. behind him and yeah. you just see it in panels like you see it in like a frame and yes. another frame so it, yes. kind of, it kind of feels like you're in the house and you've just seen something go past you yes you know it, it feels like you're just observing the life of an ordinary person and yeah. someone's just put a camera and is just following this story That's right. it feels so authentic yeah 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 other scenes like i think they um like i think when they first get off the bus stop and they're having that scene where the man is making the dosa, I think, or he's making something. Yes, yes. And like, he just, it stays on that for a long time. Like, it's yes. there's, there's no dialogue. You just, but it feels no. like you're actually just like, maybe in the restaurant or sitting with this guy who's making dosa and you're just watching people walk past. That's right. Because it doesn't show just one per, one dosa being made. He makes like five or six, right? Yeah. Exactly. It just lingers like maybe 10, yeah. 15 seconds more than an ordinary shot would. Yeah, yeah. So it feels so intimate. This movie is so yes. intimate. And you mentioned the framing around the narrow... Um, you know, alleys that he's driving through and stuff like that. And that really was a closeness and intimacy of how small everything is in the small village, you know? Yes, it's, yes. It was, yeah, visually this was really, really different. I think the one that sticks out to me the most was, and this is going to be interesting, the the bus ride Yeah, that they take after the pit stop and they're sort of just going along. Like that yes. scene itself would have been done in about 30 seconds. I think, yep. or maybe a minute max. You have a few dialogue here and there. You yep. show some landscapes, and you're on to the next scene. Yes, right? this that scene almost took like I think ten minutes or so. And wow. the, uh, I'm very timid. It, it took. It felt like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. It felt like it's quite a, long a while. Time. Yeah, yeah. But, like yeah. they just did things like you know they just have a quick transition to basically uh, where you can really hear like the sound of like the rickety bus and a window yes. open. Yes. So, stuff like that, and like being on Indian buses before and sort of hearing what that feels like. It honestly, it felt really close to that. Um, yeah, yes. I'm sure, man, if this is a movie you're watching, you're probably our age, in the mid-30s, the like, road trips that you have will probably feel a bit like this. Like, you know, Yeah, I um, think so. You have some people that are a bit grouchy. You have someone that wants to start a song up. You have some people that are a bit intoxicated. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you have some elder I'm... ladies. It's, it's a mix of everything. And then there's that period where, you know, there is a lull where no one's really yep. saying anything, right? And some people are falling asleep and others are just kind yeah. of staying awake and just sl- observing their surroundings. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this feels so so real to life. Yeah. Before we move on to sort of the story, man, I want to also mention, like, you didn't mention it before, but visually, just this movie was so beautiful. And it was so what? beautiful using what? Basically, like what? Still photography in a country yeah. in a small Tamil Nadu, um, in the, in the Tamil Nadu region. Like that's right. You know, it's it's not you know, um, you no know, CGI. Obviously, it's of not um, 
you know, big landscapes or cities or panoramas no. of like, you know, big, you know, Tokyo City or something like that or lights and flashing Vegas. Nothing. It's, That's right. We're literally just seeing like a lady put like cow dung on her house and they've somehow made that just entrancing. Cinematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow, yeah, yeah completely entrancing. You're absolutely yeah. right. And it's, it's just using the natural landscape around you, whether it's the orange of the fields or yes. the greenery of the trees or the blueness of the sky, the pink and the green of the houses, which are also really colorful. You know, they're yep. not just like the red houses that we have in yes, yeah, yes. Victoria or Canberra or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there's just random colors strewn across these houses. It all feels so vivid and it jumps out at the screen at you. Definitely, man. It's um, like, you know, we've always complimented uh, many other movies. And I think we touched on this a little bit in, I, I remember vaguely, uh, quite distinctly in um, Minimorality, how we really, really enjoyed how they showed the you know, days in and days out with the boat riding and the country. Yes. This movie takes it to like a whole different whole level. Other level. Like, yes. It transports you, you know, from yes. Melbourne, Australia <laughs> to yes. you know, this a rural town, town in Tamil Nadu. In yeah. Tamil Nadu. I've never felt like I was as close to Tamil Nadu <laughs> as, <laughs> as this you. movie has made me feel. Yes. That's insane. It's um, remarkable. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing storytelling. Yeah. It really is. Um, we'll move, move, move on a little bit, man, uh, to yeah. sort of the main point of this movie, man. This, the actual storyline. Yeah. Pretty different, right? Like, pretty, it is so different, man. Like, it's in a way a straightforward plot, right? Like, yeah. some churchgoers returning from a pilgrimage, mm-hmm. bus stops in a nondescript part of a Tamil Nadu area, fields all around, a guy walks in, starts having. <laughs> It walks into a village and assumes another personality. People are trying to figure out what's going on. Like, it, in a way, a simple plot, but it asks so many questions yeah. of the audience and just watching people respond to this individual who has morphed into something, a completely new person halfway yeah. through the film or like a third of the way through the film. It is just completely engrossing. I never thought something like this would capture my attention as much as it did. <laughs> and yeah, like it, I, I was spellbound by this movie from start to end, man. There was, and you're right, there was vast stretches where nothing was going on, but it didn't stop me mm-hmm. being absolutely engrossed in firstly figuring out this mystery, right? Yep. What exactly is going on? How did James suddenly become Sundaram, a man he presumably has never met, but is acting for all intents and purposes with the same mannerism, speaks fluent Tamil, yes. is now a devout <laughs> Hindu worshipper, um, and to the extent that even his wife, Sundaram's wife, recognizes him, even though it's not the same man, but yeah. the familiarity and the mannerisms are all there, and some of the most joyful scenes are seeing how she interacts with him or is dealing with this, but such a simple story, but just asks so many questions of the audience. And while not a lot happens in this film and there are no answers, no. It doesn't, it lingers with you, this film, more so definitely. than a lot of films I've seen in recent times. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It definitely does. Um, what are your thoughts on, because I think this is, look, yeah. I do believe this is a movie that is not for everyone. I do, oh, true, true. I do believe this this movie would be a struggle for a lot of people. I don't know, I'm not saying that with a place of judgment. Like, it, it, no. it's fine, <laughs> you know? Yes. But um, what do you think about the pacing of this movie? Like, it, it was yeah. definitely, as you sort of mentioned, it does take its time. But yeah, what it takes what did you time. Make <laughs> Look, I, I think as a as someone going into this film, you need I think the key characteristic you need to have is a degree of patience because yeah. nothing happens quickly in this film. 
And if you're someone who needs constant action or plot twists and story beats to keep your interest, this might not be for you. And if you're someone who needs a big payoff at the end, after waiting around and just following a person through their life, you're not going to get a payoff because <laughs> you're left with more questions. So I, I, I think you're 100% right. This is not going to be for everyone. And I think there's a certain part of, and there is no judgment there because you can look at this film and say that it means nothing at all, that this is a story without a purpose. Or you can be maybe like some other people, and I maybe fall into this category where you think this has some meaning, even if it's completely different to every person. So look, I think this is not going to be for everyone, but for some people, they're really going to find some joy in this film. No, you're exactly right. And I think both of us came into this movie completely blind. So 100%. We, yeah. we had no idea what was in store. What we were getting into. <laughs> we had no idea what was in store for us. Um, I had to see, yeah, Mamuti, Netflix. Um, in Mamuti we trust. In Netflix we trust. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty much. But um, it definitely is more like an art house or independent movie. Totally, um, yes. Which is, yeah, and then that itself is not for everybody as well. It's not, it's not a commercial True. movie. Um, yes. At all, but yeah, it was. I don't know, man. I like you. I basically I bought in to what this movie was trying to do very early yeah. on, and I yes. accepted it. But yes. I also accepted the fact that this movie might not not much might happen in this movie. Yes, like uh, you know, the synopsis is basically it. Like a man walk wakes up one day and goes to or wakes up or walks into another town as somebody else and assumes that person's identity. Yes. Um, and that's all that happens. There's nothing. That is all that happens. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, there's nothing hour, more to it. In hour 45, which is short compared to most movies we've reviewed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but in terms of, yeah, it definitely is something that I think you have to, you should, if you don't watch these kind of movies, then probably this is going to be hard. Personally, yes. I was on the same page as you, man. Like I was enjoying this just for, because I just felt it was so nuanced and like, you know, the small interactions that are there have such a big impact on 100%. the character and building sort of the tragedy that's going to come ahead of us. Uh, so small things, you know, like he's at the bar and he's just, you know, reenacting a scene from a movie or something like that. <laughs> that yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A little bit intoxicated. Uh, pretty pretty cool to see <laughs> intoxicated Mamuti. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite but, uh, versions of Mamuti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, really, you know, they all played their part to them, um, even though so not true. much happened. But the mystery element... I think that the when it really hits the mystery, I think then I really gripped on because I think yes. the first half an hour you do patiently wait for that yeah. to come. Like when's yes. something when something going to happen? Because it takes a long yes. time. Yeah, when doesn't happen? Um, in re- like you know relevant relevant to how long the movie is, it's not a very long movie. So no. almost half an hour just goes in basically just setting up James, who yes. doesn't get much of a character. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and at the end, it's more about Sundarum. When that twist yeah. really comes, then I think I really twist. I was like trying to figure out. I was like, "What's going on here? He's just what's walking. happening? Yeah. Does, does he know where he's going? Um, you, you know, like like is he is he going like at the start? I thought he's going to take a leak or something like that. But then yeah. you know, <laughs> when he goes into the town um, with such confidence, right? Like he knows yeah, where he's going. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think one of the things is the people on the bus when they follow him into the village, they realize that they didn't know this place existed, and yes. I can only imagine that they must have driven down that strip of road many times, right? Going from Kerala to Tamil Nadu, maybe. And if James hadn't walked in, mm-hmm. they would never have known that this community no. of people ever existed, which I thought was yeah, yeah. fascinating. 
And then it's kind of like a, it's almost like a shock factor at that point. Because like, again, yes. that's a moment of his performance, but like how he embraced that role so well. Yes. And like, I think the first thing he's just putting on the, um, the I think it's probably Lungi because he's in Tamil Nadu. Yes. Um, yeah. And then basically, you know, he's uh, wakes his wife up or he, you know, I, I, I guess his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just says, you know, sleep, sleep, I'll make coffee. Um, yeah, and he yeah, starts yeah. complaining about everything. And you're like, like the most mundane thing, groceries. Yes. He's like, oh, you yes. never tell me when <laughs> things are about to run out. You only tell me when it has run out. <laughs> so and he's just to see everyone's state of shock around him. That's right. And then I think like the next scene is like, I think like two other villagers come in and like, who the hell are you? And then, you know, they're basically like, he, he responds to them like, oh, hello, nice to see you. And, he, you know, starts talking That's to them. Like, and you're just like, you yourself are shocked. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you're in the world with them. So you're as shocked as everybody else. <laughs> Dude, and I think this is another element to this film. I think there's, while it's like a tranquil film and it's beautiful visually, mm-hmm. I think there's always an underlying element where you're disoriented by what yeah. is going on in this film. You're always like, what just happened? you're like the villagers and the bus people trying to figure out what is this character doing? How do we get him back to being James? Like, how is he behaving the way he is? Another thing that I think feeds into that disorientation, and you might have observed it, there's just constant sounds in the background. There's music playing. There's something always coming from the TV or the radio that people are listening to. There's very rarely a moment to just breathe and take Mm -hmm. in what is happening. Because there's just a constant stream of uh, things coming at you constantly. And so you always feel this underlying sense of like unease about what is going on Mm. in this situation, even as you're following the very mundane life of this guy going about his job of, you know, going to the grocery stores, having a drink, feeding the cows, selling his milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I wanted to actually, I was going to talk about that um, sort of a technique that the director used with the ongoing sort of commentary. That sort of plays along throughout the movie. Yeah, uh, it's like it, there's parts of it is music, parts of it's like commentary or news or yeah, you know, dialogue like from films, from movies. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, stuff like that. But like, what do you think that was doing? Like, I felt like it created a good, like it created ambience and it felt real because you you're it's again true. immersing yourself in the world. But was there anything more to it? This is, a, I think, for people like us, like we probably didn't get exactly what was going on because of the language itself. Like, yes, we're probably not yes. understanding was actually being said in those yes. sections. It didn't yes. feel like exposition, thank God. No. Like, it wasn't just no. ongoing telling us what's going on. It had no. a different purpose. Was it, what, what are you talking I, about? What? I, to be honest, I firstly felt very disoriented by all of it. Yes. But I think where I forgive it for some of that is because I think some of what the director has chosen to weave in through that background commentary, whether it's a song or news or snippets from a Tamil movie, maybe they answer some of the mysteries in this plot. And I don't know because I'd need to listen to it again because I miss so much of it. But I observed um, when Mamuti goes to sleep sleep for the first time as James, just before he's about to wake up, the song that Mm. is playing it is, Is There a God? Where is the God? And, you know, there is a religious element to this this movie because they're on a religious pilgrimage. Um, they, there's a lot of Christian paraphernalia at the start of this film, a lot of mm-hmm. crosses and everything. Uh, when Mahmood, James transitions into being Sundaram, he becomes a very devout uh, Hindu worshipper. Yes. And so maybe there is a religious element to it. But th- I think there are maybe clues, if not to solve the mystery of what has happened to James such that he's become Sundaram for a limited period of time. 
at least maybe understanding what the director's mm-hmm. philosophy is to this film. Because even yeah. that is a bit of a mystery to me. Like, what is the message of this film? And I, and I love that. That's yeah. not entirely clear and we can all make it what we will. But part of me thinks some of that background stuff could be explaining some of what is going on in the film and what yeah. uh, Sundaram is going through. But I can't be 100% confident. That, that's my initial thought, but I need to watch it again. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I think that's a good take on it. There's definitely some clues laced in there. And some of them I picked up were sort of, you know, almost foreshadowing sometimes or things like yes. that, like the one sort of you mentioned, but other sort of times as well where they're sort of just talking or putting some dialogue in. I think, yeah, there's definitely a very strong spiritual and religious element that's right. to this. One, like, I think, I spoke for a no, no, go for it, man. Yeah. I was going to say, um, like, I think when he, when he first comes to the house, they're talking about like the planet alignment and stuff like that. Yes. Something like that's going on. There's, yes. There's definitely, there's some element of this, you know, the higher picture or whatever you want to make of that. Yes. That's instilled in this movie somehow. I, totally. And you might recall in one of the first scenes, James is about to leave and get on the bus and he's talking to a receptionist or something. Yes. And he looks yes, at a yes. quote on the wall. And he asks, what does this mean? And the quote is something about, like, death is sinking into sleep and waking up is being reborn. Like, th- that yeah, must mean yeah, something yeah. because he yes. goes to sleep as James and wakes up as Sundaram. Like, yeah. th- that means something, what that actually means, what it yeah. means for him to transition between two completely different characters. I- I'm unclear mm. of it, but I love the mystery of it and I like the idea that, you know, you can go to sleep as one person and wake up yep. as a completely different person. Like it's, I think there are clues related yep. out through this film. Man, I would love to sit down with this director and like, I don't necessarily <laughs> need to understand what happened to James Sundaram, but, yep. but I would love to see what message the director was trying to get out with this because I have my own theories, yeah. but I don't know if they're correct. It could just be my own interpretation. No, that would be, that'd be amazing. Um, Lilo Jose, uh, Lilo Jose, if you're listening. <laughs> Feel free to come on the show anytime and we'll um, have a chat with you. <laughs> love it. would love it. <laughs> no, it was um really a deep movie, which there's definitely some philosophy, which I think will require a second viewing. I think yes. potentially even more. And even then it might not be clear as to what yes. the message of this overall movie was, because it's that kind of movie. I think it's, That's right. it is, it is, a what is it? Whatever you're trying to preach is larger than, you know, a general story. It's about life yes. and, you know, that's right. How we interpret that ourselves. So it could be different for everyone, which I'm sure that's it. That was the intention. Um, Can I give before? one of my interpretations, yeah. man, of what this all means? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. This, look, and this is completely my own take, but yeah. I just feel, and maybe this is what I wanted to read into it, but I like the idea that life is just strange and there are unknowable elements to life mm-hmm. and things that happen, right? Yeah. There's, there's no maybe good reason for why. So, uh, James fell asleep and woke up as syndrome and then went back again to being James. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea that there are certain things that happen in our lives that don't entirely make sense. And we don't dwell on it too much. We might just go, oh, that's a bit weird. Or yeah. you see something on the news or something that happens to someone else. And you're like, oh, wow, that's interesting as to why that happens. But, you know, people might find the answers to these unknowable things by religion or like faith. Mm -hmm. Other people might be like, no, there's a scientific reason for why something has happened. You just need to look at it carefully. But I kind of like the idea that, you know, that there's an element of life that for all the rationality we live in that we just can't solve. And it just is, is different and it's unknowable. And that world always exists and occasionally we come into contact with it and we will never have an answer. And we just accept that life is sometimes a little bit strange. And yeah. I really just love that idea a little bit. 
it reminds me of a film called Picnic at Hanging Rock. Ami, have you seen mm-hmm. that one at all? Ah, it's an Australian movie, right? That's an Australian movie, a great yeah, Aussie yeah. movie, but also just a great movie, period, with yeah. a mystery that is something like this. Basically, the premise is yeah. some girls in 1900 or the turn of the 20th mm-hmm. century at a boarding school go on a uh, outing to Hanging Rock in Victoria, and four of them disappear. One of them comes back and has no idea what happened to her during the intervening periods. The other three, you never hear from oh. again. They vanish into the landscape. There is no explanation in the movie to what happened to those girls. Oh my God. They just disappear. And it is a haunting film. And maybe there's an Australian element to it with our nature being both beautiful mm-hmm. and a little bit scary. But yeah. it, it reminded me of this film that there's you know parts of life that just can't be explained. Yeah. Um, and... That, that's beautiful and interesting and tragic and all of those elements are in this movie as well. That's I'm not I definitely want to touch on some movies also that this reminded me of. Yes. Um, that's a that that's that that that's a great one, um, which I'm definitely gonna check out. But in terms of interpretation, I, I mean I love your take, man. That 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 itself yeah. is pretty amazing. And to have if that's what he was aiming for and to put that into this small village, yes. it's fantastic. Because you show the unpredictability of life, you know, exactly almost a very predictable exactly. place in the world. The most predictable place you can yes. like, you know, a small village, That's right. low community. He has a very simple life. He just wakes up, makes coffee, That's right. um, goes to the field, pets his dog, spends time with his family, That's goes right. to the bar. That's his life. But within That's right. that, the unpredictability is nothing less, right? Like, That's you can right. strike yeah, yeah. to anyone at any time. It can happen to anyone. Havoc. That's right. That's right. And you see the chaos, right? The chaos that's going on in that world is as yes. as anything else that's happened in any movie. Like, you 100%. Know, it's, you don't feel like it's um, a small deal or anything like that. It's a no, huge deal. Um, it is a huge deal. So that's a great one. But you did mention, like, I, I can't really think of what the big, big picture of this is. I think I'm probably along the same lines of you around the unpredictability. And that's what the religious elements that you mentioned are on top of it. Yes. Um, there's definitely some, like, spiritual element, as I said, that it feels like a spirit has walked into his body. 100%. It is like. But, man, you mentioned, yes. like, he turns back to James. Yes. Does he turn back to James? Oh, plot twist. What, what's I, your take on that? I don't think he turned back to James. I think he's oh. still, um, I still think he's Sundrum. And this is going to be, this is going to sound funny. But um, okay. I reckon this movie, to I mean, solve this movie, you have to look at the main character in this movie, aside from Mamuti, and that is the dog. <laughs> the dog? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the dog. Yeah, okay. The reason, the reason I say Why that the is dog? because... Okay, so the reason I say that is when he comes back as, um, when he comes into the town as Sundrum, let's say that yep. a spirit has walked into his body and the dog recognizes that spirit. Because when, when he sees the dog, the dog comes up to him and greets him like he would an owner. Like, like he doesn't, you like know. Sundrum. And especially, yeah, okay. especially street dogs like that one, um, you know, it's not like a domestic pet. Like they're normally a bit more cautious to just approach people sometimes. Yes. Um, especially if they're not part of the village, like a new person comes in, we pretend. Yep. So yes. obviously the dog has recognized something in um, Sundarum, yes. uh, you know, and not James. So he's, I believe he's transformed into Sundarum at the end. No, it was great. In, Interesting. At, at, at that time. But at then that point, what yeah. happens is he goes through the process of life and we see how heartbreaking it is that you touched on at yes. the beginning as to sort of what's happened to him and how no one recognizes him. Um, there's no point. He feels like life is pointless. His wife doesn't recognize him. His kid doesn't want to eat with him. Um, no one in the village knows who he is anymore. Um, they look at him. All the things that were important to him have crumbled, yes. as you sort of mentioned. It's crumbling all around him, yes. It's collapsed. And we see how you know tragically 
that impacts him. Um, you know, so then basically at that point when that's happened and he wakes up, you know, after oh, a slumber or something this. like that, he wakes yes. up and then he has to make the decision, what does he want to do now? You know, he's Sundaram. Does he want to keep living as Sundaram within this town, with his family that don't know him or recognize him? Yes. Or does he want to live a life now with um, this new family, the Malayalis, yes. Yes. basically? And, you know, wow. he obviously can speak both languages, it seems yep. like. Yes. You know, so I'm not sure the language question is interesting. How interchangeable are those two languages? I know that they're quite, right. must be different. But I know, like, for instance, um, like my, my wife speaks Canada, so I can understand quite a bit of Canada. And when I hear, when I watch Telugu movies, I can pick up a lot of words that right. they're saying. Yes. Knowing, like, um, knowing it's like our neighbor is uh, Sri Lanka Tamil, like yourself, and yep. she sort of mentions how she can understand a lot of Malayalam. Yeah. Without sort of, uh, even thinking that much because it's quite yeah, similar. Yeah. So I think there must be some, and there must be some like words that they can yes. use. So you know he does say the word at the end. Um, like I think he says "bunny," "bunny," which means to come. Uh, right. Well, he says uh, "let's go" or something like that. Yes, yes. Which must be similar in um Tamil and um uh, Malayalam, or it might just be yes. a word that is commonly known in South India. So yeah. Then at the time, at the end, when they're going off, all right. If he is James, the dog is following him. Oh, it runs after the bus. Yeah, right. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me suspect, like, and maybe it's maybe it's maybe I'm not suspect. Maybe I'm yeah, not going is... to hold here. Maybe I'm missing no. something. And if that no, is, no. I'm completely fine with it, if anyone calls it out. But I don't know. I think Dude, like, why that... would the dog? Why would the dog follow him if he was James? <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. And you're right. When he wakes up as James again, or you know, pretending to be James, he doesn't look back at his old Sundar and family and ask, "Who are you?" He yes. kind of just like looks at them knowingly and then moves to his new right. family, um, James's family or whatever, yep. and says, let's go. So there's some understanding of who they are. Mm-hmm. And maybe, yeah, you're right. He's making a conscious choice that that community has now rejected him or doesn't mm-hmm. believe him to be Sundaram. And he's decided, is this other family that wants me and needs me? I'll go yep. create a life there. Man, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I could buy that. Man. Yeah. Because, like, what, he's changing his religion. He's changing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. means, because it's such a, seeing, seeing someone go through that, it's so heartbreaking. Like, it's so heartbreaking to see somebody that believes, you know, in everything that he's believed in his whole life, to suddenly yes. disappear just like that. And you're Taking like, from him. what, that, that itself is so powerful. So what do you do, like, in the situation? It's, for him, it must just be yes. like, it's better, I just don't do this anymore because life is too difficult. Like, yes. So that was my that was my impression. I like, like it. If you listen to this, please give us your interpretation. Yeah, let us of know. What you thought this movie was about because it's really interesting. Because I'm not even sure if I just missed something completely obvious, which dispels <laughs> what I was yeah, thinking. Either. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was a cool movie to watch. I haven't seen a movie with an open interpretation at that in a while. <laughs> not at this level, man. Like yeah. this, because this is not even just about solving necessarily this individual mystery it's about like a broader idea that's you know maybe you wake and wake up and you're somebody else too and you slept yeah. or something like I, I think there's a small mystery here of what happened between James and Sundar but maybe there's a broader point as well being mm-hmm. made that you know it's difficult to know what that is but yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there are levels to this mystery no definitely right man the other theory that I've seen which is popular I want to get your interpretation your yeah. on this um, was this all just a dream? Oh, look, could have been. 100%. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, some, yeah. There's some like, strange occurrences that happen, right? Like, 
For one, everyone falls asleep on the bus together. Then at the yeah. very end, we see the whole town is asleep. Like, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Asleep. Like, I just found that a bit strange that every single person is asleep. So was he just in a dream state about this entire time? And he looks in the mirror, he realizes that something's going on, or he was something weird was happening. So that, that could be a thing that it was just an entire dream. But the dog theory dispels it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the dog dog is the silver bullet here. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I think that is an equally valid interpretation. Like, this is all just a dream that he has had, and he's woken up from it, and life will go on as James. Mm. All of these theories are, like, yes. 100% valid, I think. Because he just mentioned something at the start of the movie, right? He's saying, like, you know, normally I don't have a hard time sleeping, but I couldn't sleep last night. Yes, that's he's right. He couldn't sleep. Drowsy. Yeah, and he just had a bad night, and it just happens when you have a dream. Um, yes, yes. So yeah, there's so much in this movie that you could sort of look at it in a different perspective, and that's the beauty about this. It's not yes. just sort of, um, you know, you you can have definitely debates about the movie and what it means. Hundred percent beautiful, and and I think there are elements of this film with us just not being able to maybe understand the backdrop as well, because there's a lot of, I think, Tamil-based stuff that is going on. Yeah. I know, like, some of the films being referenced are very old Tamil films. Yeah. And, like, it's just also an interesting choice that this movie is a Malayalam film set entirely in essentially yeah. Tamil Nadu as well. And so I feel like maybe there's references that have gone over our head because we don't have the background of Tamil cinema yeah. or Malayalam cinema and so maybe there's stuff that we've missed that we just won't be able to appreciate as much as others who are a bit more ingrained in Malayalam and more importantly Tamil cinema. Yeah, also on the whole language front as well. Like I was sort of mm. reading a little bit about this, and it basically but there's obviously two languages um, yep. going on in this movie, Tamil and Malayali. And I think like they don't at least Netflix and our version didn't really let us know what language. No, that's playing. right. Yes. Um, yes. So because I could pick up a little bit just because we watch so many Malayalam movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah, sort yeah. Of, um, how Malayalam sounds compared to Tamil. Yes. Um, honestly, I don't know. It might have been a bigger impact for somebody that actually speaks the languages. But I think so, yeah. For us, I think it probably didn't mean much because we probably we can't understand no. the nuances of either language. Yes. Um, but that was interesting. I wonder if Netflix would do something like, um, I read some comments on Twitter and stuff like that about how they should consider changing the color so that you know what language oh, they're speaking. Yeah, or maybe yeah, even yeah. just put like a bracket and say like, you know, M-A-L and when they're speaking Malayalam and T-A-M yeah. or something when they're speaking yes. Tamil. Yes. Uh, they could do something like that. Yeah. Uh, kind of interesting. It's like basically another movie that, you know, is combining languages. And we've seen this. That's we've right. We've seen the use of language. In, um, yeah. You know, going all the way back to Jalan Kanamana, how they, you know, integrate, like I think it was Canada in that movie. There's like four Malayalam different languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there. Yes. So, they throw a lot. They throw a lot together. They're obviously, our language is very important <laughs> part of them, part of the culture. But man, I think we'll move on a little bit to. Um, I was just going to touch on before we went to our ratings, man. Um, yeah. Other movies to remind you of. You mentioned um, Picnic at Hanging Rock. That's an yep. amazing movie. And I want to check that out. Yep. Uh, any other things this reminded you of? No, I'm trying to think of uh, just open-ended films. I guess like yeah. where it's a bit unclear what happened. Um, not sure if you watched the movie Doubt with like Amy Adams no. and Meryl Streep, where it's really unclear what happened, but that is a very self-contained mystery. It is just solving a thing that happened yeah, and right. figuring out whether it happened. I don't think there's a broader picture to it. So I, I feel like this stands alone. I think you could probably go back and uh, observe a couple of movies from maybe the 70s with Italian mm. directors. I'm not oh. sure if you've heard of a film called L'Aventura. Um, mm. And that that's a terrific film about essentially a woman wanders uh, that there's a bunch of rich people 
having a party on a yacht, they stop over in a small island in Italy yeah. and a woman wanders off into the island and she's never seen from again. And the people right. are just trying to figure out where That's she crazy. went. Yeah. So so there is elements of existentialism that are yes. being discussed here beyond just a minor mystery. So it takes me back to some of those older films that are trying to reach for something a bit more transcendent mm-hmm. than just solve, like here's a crime to solve or here's a yeah. mystery to solve. So some of those movies come to mind, but in recent times, not a, not a whole oh. lot, man. How about you? Yeah, this this took me to a place of movies that I have watched, which are definitely um, more in that sort of poetic, metaphoric um, yes. Yes. nature. So I think I've yes. mentioned this guy to you before. I used to be, be a pretty big fan of this. Um, Abbas Kiarostami. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of your main yeah. guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Iranian director who I think has passed away now, but he's uh, the way he sort of framed movies was very similar to this because his whole thing was showing the beauty of Iran and the countryside. Like this movie, right? Does. So, right. The, his favorite movie of my his favorite my favorite movie of his, um, "The Wind Will Carry Us," is basically set again in like a country town in Iran and does the same wow. kind of techniques that Lilo, uh, um, Lijo, uh post did in this movie, like long, right. long, long sceneries, like you know, exaggerated long amount shot. of time yeah. spent on like you know going through the countryside. Um, there's one scene in particular where he pours the milk out because he's just you know, destroyed with life or destroyed oh, with life yes. and spills yeah. it everywhere. Gorgeous, yeah. Into the water. But it's yes. like, you see the water, you see it like in real time. It's And no cutting, nothing. One shot, no. just bird's eye view. Single take, He did yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff as well. Like you just sort of see water right. trickling down into the stream. Yes. Like time and time. Um, more sort of experimental cinema. Like he did, yes. he did movies like um, one where he did a whole movie where there's a shot out of the camera um, in a car and the whole movie is just in a car. Uh, basically, yeah, they're just talking wow. between mother and son. So it takes me to those wow. places. There's another yes. director, Taiwanese director, with the name um, Tsai Ming Liang. I don't know if that's exactly how you say it, but he did a movie yeah. called The Journey to the West. And that movie right. was, I don't know if you even call it a movie. It's literally a monk walking as slowly as he can through different parts of the world, I think it was. Or maybe it was wow. past America and Italy. But that's all the movie was. That's all. It's all open for interpretation wow. as to what you think that movie is about. Right. No dialogue, nothing. There's the elements cinematically wow. and thematically yeah. of those movies, I think, yeah. that come into here. But this is kind of a combination because there is more story, I think, um, yes. in some of those ones. But yeah, that's what this reminded me of. So it took me to a place, yeah. a genre which I've not seen in a long time. And I never expected to watch a Malayalam no. movie. Um, like this because I don't even really see that kind of stuff out of Hollywood. The ones I'm referencing are all, all international things. Iran, and yes. I think he's a Taiwanese director. So yeah, you know, wow, man, it's, yeah, it's it's impressive, man. It's it's in the same bucket as those movies. There's very few movies <laughs> that sort of fit. That I've seen. It's so limited, I think, and and yeah. it sticks with you because of that. Because there's a mystery to unravel, but it also is just somehow embeds itself in your brain and there's a meditative element to it as you were talking about yes. the monk walking down um walking you know really slowly there, there is a kind of slowness to this film and a med- yes. meditativeness that you just kind of feel yourself lapsing into and collapsing into and it just becomes ingrained in your psyche a little bit yeah no pretty special movie man um one that is as you said gonna really linger in my mind for a while and not one that's going to disappear uh, nah. that quickly because, yeah, it's just so unique and so profound uh, in what it's doing. But, um, 
yeah, let's get on to the D scale, man. Let's wrap it up. Let's um get to D scale and get your final thoughts. You know, a movie that's almost hard to rate just because of the uniqueness of it. Yeah, you can't really compare it with any of the other movies we've done because it stands on its own. But even saying that, man, where does this sort of sit on your rating system? Man, this is really tough for me. It's a very clear dynamite. It's yeah. a question as to whether it gets to dope. And yeah. I think it does. It's dope. Oh! It is dope for me. It's Can I man. also mention the one thing we haven't mentioned is that this funny, this movie is funny at it times. Is. Is. I laughed yeah. out loud when he's like, <laughs> when someone's pouring him food at the restaurant yeah. and he goes, what are you doing? You know, I don't like chutney. And the guy's like, I don't know who you are. Yes. I just like burst out laughing. And then he's telling those guys at like the coffee house some stories and he goes away to get his coffee and they're like, who is this guy telling us these stories? Yes, yes. And they all burst out <laughs> laughing. And so this movie has so many layers to it. There's the contemplative stuff. There's the philosophical stuff. There's an interesting mystery, funny, beautifully made. Like it's going to stick with me for a very long time, this film, because you don't come across stuff like this. It's a mesmerizing movie, a gorgeous wow. movie, a brilliant performance. I'm giving it dope, man. Wow. That's the first, I think that's the first movie given a dope man and deservingly, I think. Um, oh, wait, maybe for a second. You might have given another one. Or two. I feel like but, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, this nah, does so much for me, man. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's going to stay with me for a very long time. And I'll tell nah, people yeah. about this film as well. Yeah, definitely on Netflix. So it should be spread far and wide. Um, yeah, look, you're right about the comedy part before you must like my rating. The like how much he hates on like Tamilian tea. And oh, I love that. At the start <laughs> to, to then suddenly take a like a 180 and just add more sugar to his tea. <laughs> love it. Just, um what a that's, that type, that's, Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's uh, that's all that, that's all Mamuti. He just has the delivery and the um charisma to just be that grouchy, funny sort of, you know, older gentleman. Um, you're right there are sort of really funny parts even you know the shock factor when people walk in and be like who the hell are you and he's like yeah, yeah, one yeah. Thing. like you know running like, off you know, with the bike in the first <laughs> thing like it's just a normal thing people like the dude stole our bike and they're like running after him <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he's like not a care in the world yeah 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 no for me man this is yeah I'm, I think I'm going to go on the same boat as you man because yes yeah that's that's uh let's give this sort of perfect 10 out of 10 um Amazing. Again, I completely understand if you don't agree with us on this, yeah, but yeah, yeah. as I said, like it's not like I see these movies that often. There's very specific movies yes. that fall to this category, and it's not a movie I can watch like every day. Like I can't watch no, movies like no, this no, no. No. all the time. But when you see a movie like this, that's so refreshing and so different, um, yes, and so you know, off mainstream in everything it's doing. You know, it is really refreshing to watch these kind of movies. And like those other movies really? that I'm telling you about, I had to hunt them out. I didn't know about them. Like, you know, like yeah. I had to sort of, I don't even know how I found them, but it wasn't just like on like a mainstream media or like a Netflix at that time. That's it. So to have this sort of come up randomly on a day, which I'm just, you know, looking to review a movie <laughs> and be blown away like this, it's fantastic. This is, yeah, for me, a straight up dope. This is um awesome. Like, yeah, I love it. completely understand the criticisms of this movie with the pacing and maybe that if you don't, if you didn't get anything out of it, well, nothing actually happened. But yes. that, for me, that's kind of the point. <laughs> nothing yeah, happened, that's right. so much happened. Uh, that's right. It's, it's that's, so refreshing and it shows how much you can do with like so little, I think. Yeah. You just tell an interesting story with terrific acting and dialogue. Yeah. Bad. This, this is amazing. This is really good. So 
Yep, thanks everyone for listening to this. You know, do let us know your thoughts and what you thought about this. Were you uh, did you agree with us or did you just not like this movie because of the <laughs> slowness and the um I guess the sleepy feeling it gives you potentially because of yeah that. But um yeah, do tune in. Of course, we're gonna do a lot more Malayalam movies, probably a lot more Mamuti movies. So <laughs> <laughs> this has been really awesome, Sunny. I'm glad we put a cover this movie. Oh man, I love it. I- Glad we did this one. So pleased. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, we'll catch you in the next one. Catch you guys. <laughs>